Welcome everybody, this is Mordechai Kamenetsky with the Parsha Parable Podcast. This week is Parsha Shlach, and we read about the 12 spies who went out to scout the land of Canaan, the land that we know now as Eretz Yisrael. Their mission of surveillance was meant to prepare the Jewish nation so that the entry into the promised homeland would be smooth and virtually without surprises. Total trust in Hashem's divine design should have won, warranted no mortal meddling, but human prudence or perhaps apprehension or skepticism prompted their desire to manage the situation in their own way. And, as has been the case with their relationship with the Jews and their land from Tom Memorial, unfortunately the results were disastrous. All the spies, save Kalev and Yeshua, brought back tales of woes, predictions of destructions, assurances of defeat. And unfortunately, the Jews were quickly and simply swayed, and the buoyant expectancy of a gallant entry into the land that was promised to our forefathers quickly turned into a nightmare, a night of bemoaning their anticipated and enduring misfortunes. And that night was the ninth day of the fifth month, the month of Av, and it became engraved in the annals of our histories as a night of weeping. What began as an unwarranted wailing turned into forever a fateful night, the ninth of Av, which destruction and mayhem reigned. So through the era, beginning from the saga of the spies, the destruction of two temples, the signing of the Inquisition, the outbreak of World War One, those were all episodes that began on the ninth of of the hallmark of Jewish misfortunes. But if we analyze the complaints of the Miraglum, of the spies, we'll find an emerging pattern of a skewed vision. Some of them saw fruit that was so big and beautiful it had to be carried on a double pole, but they viewed it as an indication of giant produce, indicative of the degree of the food matter that nourished their powerful and physical giant adversaries. But it wasn't only the living things that gave them conniptions. They also brought an evil report about the land, saying that the land that we have passed to spy out, Eretz Ocheles Yoshvel, it's a land that eats, that devours its inhabitants. All the people in it, they were huge. What does it mean, it devours its inhabitants? So Rashi explains that every time they passed the place, the inhabitants were burying the dead. But they missed the point. Rashi says Hashem caused deaths amongst the people at that time so the Canaanites would be so engaged in burying their dead that their security lapses would be so great that they wouldn't meet the spies, they wouldn't see spies, and that was beneficial for them. The giants were occupied with their mourning. They didn't pay any attention to anything else. So providentially, it was meant to be beneficial, but it's misconstrued as an omen of misfortune. There's a wonderful little story back in the 1950s. So there was a large shoe consortium and had stores across the United States and Canada, and they wanted to take their business venture to the emerging continent of Africa. So they sent two salesmen to explore the prospects of business in the dark continent. So they go across these remote villages, and they're trying to sell shoes, and after one week, they receive a cable from the first salesman. I'm returning at once. There's no hope for business. Nobody here wears shoes. 
Now, they didn't hear from the second salesman for four weeks. And then one day, an urgent cable arrived. Send 15,000 pairs of shoes at once. I have leased space in five locations. We'll open a chain of stores. This place is filled with opportunity. Nobody has shoes. Two perspectives. The stipler gone Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Kanievsky, the father of the famed Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, in his famous work on Chumash Birchas Paris, explains that p- poor attitudes help forge opinions that are diamet- diametrically opposed to the truth. The Gemara tells us, also, the man is led in the path that he chooses to travel. Imagine, these spies see giants wailing and weeping at massive funerals day after day. They could have figured there's a plague coming, an anomaly, and it's not normal. After, after all, if it would happen every day, then this wouldn't be a big crying place. So he says that actually these people were so bitter and so skewed that they couldn't see good. And at the times of Yahushua, the spies who entered Canaan, they immediately detected that the very day that they arrived, they were hunted with a vengeance. These 12 flies, they were unnoticed. But the spies didn't realize that. All they do is when you have a sour opinion and you see doom and gloom, and even a ray of light will not be a ray of light, but it will be a blinding light. When a person's constantly weighed down with worry, he's going to drag his feet down the path of discontent. However, if we take life's bumpy road as a chance to exercise endurance and turn our lemons that are handed to us into lemonade, then unlike the Miraglim, we're going to glean the light from even the darkest abyss. And one way, one day, we're going to follow that light to the promised land. Have a good Shabbos.